This is Hebrews in Exile, episode number 58, with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And in this podcast, we are joined by Kohanim John Harless, who is going to join us in our discussion about how important the foreigner is to the children of Israel. There are many misconceptions about the foreigner and their position in the nation of Israel. Now, remember that word, nation, and we're going to try to provide some clarity on this particular topic. So sit back and relax. Another action pack episode of Hebrews in Exile. Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! Hey, hey. Hey, hey, ho, ho. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman and... Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews Hebrews in Exile. Exile. You know, uh, Sean, I'm glad tonight that we have with us for this podcast, our other Kohanim and teacher, our uh, Yochanan Harless, with us tonight for mm-hmm. this particular podcast. And, um, you know, I, I want to say to our many listeners that follow the podcast, over the time, um, you and I have expressly focused on Hebrews in exile. Sure. And, that came out of that came out of a desire to follow in the words of Danielle, what about my people? Mm-hmm. But with that being the case, um, there are other aspects within the Hebraic way that is written in scripture that we cannot bury our heads in the sand and 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 be remiss of. Sure. So um, we've invited our our other Kohanim that teaches here at First Tabernacle with us, Yochanan Harless, to be a part of us. As you can very well, uh, you'll hear and you'll de- you'll 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 detect. And uh, for those of you that have the opportunity to be watching this uh, via the uh, the uh, the video process of this podcast, you can you can see that. Yochanan Harless doesn't look like us. <laughs> and I, I want, I want, I want our listeners and I want our viewers to understand the nature of the mindset of the Most High One. I also want them to be able to understand a basic theological principle that comes from the Most High. If Israel, if Hebrew Israel doesn't get redeemed, nobody gets redeemed. Mm-hmm. And I want them to also know that the different, there, there, there are different um, um, what is that? What am I looking for? There are different veins of Hebrew uh, Israelites out there who are pontificating this Hebraic thought and energy in different ways. Right. And some of the ways that they are going about doing it is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to know that 
being a Hebrew in exile, that we do not espouse to a idea that people of the nations, when we get in the land, are going to be our slaves. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't subscribe to that. No, not at all. The scripture doesn't talk about that. No, in any shape, form, or fashion. No, no. at all. No, and that's the thing that we, you know, again, for as to 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 if you're going to try to do scripture the best way that you can while we're in this dispensation of time, because we do understand that we are trying to do our best. This is our preparation period for when we actually do return back right. to the land. And we're trying to understand how we're supposed to function as a community. Exactly. And we have to continue to keep driving that home. It's exactly. community. It's exactly. community. Community, it's community. 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 Whether teach good. And that's the one thing that I can say about our dear brother here is that he's very well educated, very well learned. His heart is very sincere towards understanding what's in text. Yes. And it is very egregious to pigeonhole because it's not the way that you want it prepared for you, if right. you will. Right. Um, and people need to just really understand that you can't be closed-minded. You have to be able to accept scripture as it is. Like we've been saying this on this podcast for forever. Scripture is not made. I know in our day and age, we try to flip scripture so it's comfortable. Yeah, for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and that's the problem yeah. because we have our own, our brethren are out there saying, okay, this is, you know, we're preaching this particular way. And that's not necessarily so. Right. We have to be able to take in the totality of what the Most High is saying. Yeah. And that means that truth be spoken. And what better person to do that than Kohanin Harless because he has studied and showed himself having the ability to, yes, to deduce yes, 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 yes. and study and, things in what? And, and what did you say earlier? Off, ca off camera? In context. context yeah. <laughs> very important. Yeah. Context is very important. Um, mm -hmm. Nobody, nobody can sit at this table with me and not have the savvy to understand the to the degree that we're able to understand mm -hmm. the mind of the most high in relationship to humanity. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dear brother and teacher, uh, Ilkanan Harless is going to share with us and as we talk tonight is one of those individuals that I have a lot of faith in his ability to be word conscious and stick to the issues that are within the format of scripture. That's the key. Mm -hmm. As one of the dear brothers who's no longer with us, uh, who remain, who shall meaning nameless said, well, you know, no, they're not going to, and they're not going to get, receive our inheritance. Oh, oh, where's, where's, where's that in scripture? If Israel's Israel, then Israel receives the inheritance and the blessings that the most high has has pronounced for for Israel. So don't tell me that the people of the nations who join with us are not going to do that. Before I let you say something, I know you're sitting there ready to burst open. <laughs> I I want to set 
I want to set some scriptorial texts in place. I want to go to um, by Midbar, Numbers, Numbers, chapter 15 and verse 15. I want to, I want, I want to start there. The Most High speaks to the greatest teacher that there ever was to Hebrew Israel, Mashe. And he says to Mashe, mm -hmm. speak to this community and tell them. There, there will be the same law for you, talking about Israel, as for the Gur, Hebrews, Gur for foreigner, living with you. And then he says, and this is a misfold. Mm -hmm. This is a permanent regulation. Permanent? Through all your generations. The what? foreigner is to be treated the same way before Yahweh as yourselves. Should that word permanent be in bold and have an underline it, underneath it it? It, it? it should be. It should be. It should be. <laughs> it should be in bold. Then, then we get over here to Shemot chapter number 22 and verse 20. And it says, you must, you must neither wrong nor oppress the foreigner living among you, for you yourselves were foreigners in a land of Mitzrayim. Mm. We are not just here trying to bring our people to the forefront of crying out to the absolute all-existent one. Mm -hmm. We're also encouraging the nations of people to join with us because scripture says, come with us. Well, we will do you good. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's not over in the Greek text. That's over in our, that's over in our oh, Hebrew text. On our side Israel of the street. said, come with us. Yep. For we will do you good because good has been promised unto you, unto mm -hmm. us. So I want, I, I want us to have this conversation because I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to get caught up in the minutia of the idea that we, and I'm going to put this in context. So I'm going to, I'm going to put this in a context so, so people can understand. I don't like to do it this way, but I have to do it this way because that's, that's, the, where, that's, that's where people's mind is. Hey, right. We're going to say what the most high has ordained us to say. The most high never you will not find anything in scriptorial context where the Most High talks about race. The Most High only talks about nations. That's right. That's right. But I'm going to invoke it this evening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have with us, for those of you who can't see, a brother from the nations who is white. We are black. We are Hebrew Israelites, and he has joined with us, as the text has said, and we treat him with the same fervor Respect. that we treat each other. Absolutely. He is our Hebrew brother, Yochanan Harless. What you got to say about foreigners? Well, first of all, I thank you for having me. Um, I, I do want to say something real quick about the comment you made about someone who was here previously making the statement that that they don't have an inheritance, which is a perfect example of someone saying something that is not rooted in scripture. I've taught this here, you know, not too long ago. I mean, you go to Ezekiel chapter 47 and it's written right there that the foreigner with Israel, right? It's with you, that comes back with you, right? Has been with you 
you'll have an inheritance in the land with Israel. And that, as we know, is in the Messianic era. Right. So the idea that someone would say that, again, not disparaging an individual, but it's a lack of understanding. It's it's rooted in something else other than an understanding. Yeah, and, and, and while you're saying that, let me say, you know, that you'll hear that kind of <sighs> misunderstood scripture being pontificated on the streets of a group of Hebrew Israelites that we call the purple and gold people. And they're, they're, they're bombastic. They're, they're, um, they're loud. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of, but they're, they're not learned. They're not learned in the scriptures of the most high. Go ahead. Well, and you've talked about this before in our congregation, that Hebrew people are emotional people. Right. Yeah. And that's good in many ways. Right. Yep. But it also can be what mm. it can also be detrimental. Yep. Emotion is good when it's when it's uh, linked with truth. Mm -hmm. Right. So the idea that um, I have to be emotional to be spiritual. No. When you know that you're led by the spirit mm -hmm. of the most high, you will be. It, it brings out certain emotions. Oh, yes, in it you. does. I, so you know, people yeah. get it reversed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I understand that. I don't take I don't take offense to that. I. I will say this, you know, the first time that we came here, the first few times we visited FTF and we came in and, you know, I saw the website on, and if we're just being forthright Candid. tonight, yeah. uh, I saw this black man on here uh, on the website, uh, Rabbi Holman. And um, I saw, I read some things there on the website. Okay, let's, you know, because we were moving towards Torah. We were already in Torah. And so we'd visit some other places. We came here and, and the, we walked out, me and my family. I have six children and my wife. Um, I walked out of here and I said, you know, uh, he preaches, he teaches from scripture. And that's all I've ever cared about as a former pastor myself is I, I don't need the bells and whistles. You know, mm. I, I don't need that. I need, I need the truth. And so what I'm saying is that because the congregation is predominantly black, we were Pretty much at that time, aside from Wayne and Connie, uh, the only light-skinned people here. And so we never thought anything about it, you know, because, again, at the end of the day, as, as Rabbi said, the Most High is not interested in in race, right? No. It's about nations or people. Yeah. You'll find that people yeah. or nations. It's not, he doesn't say black or white or brown or anything or red in Scripture. He refers to people as nations, Okay. And many times he calls them out by their specific nation. Right. Right. Exactly. So he's not dealing with, you know. Uh, he's not dealing with black and white. No, he's not. And, 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 and you know, and, and you have to understand something. Listen, listen, listen. If, if we are the handwork of the most high and he has created us all, okay, then we all have the same mother and father. And uh, the Most High has said that it is not his desire that any human being that he has created should be lost. And the problem with that is, is that the problem with the nations are as well as with Hebrew Israel, is you don't understand that the Most High is 
trying through Israel. Israel is Israel's the teacher. He's trying through Israel to redeem the world that he has put humankind into. Now, if exactly. you don't want to accept it, that's 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 you. But he has created a nation of people to be the teacher to the nations or to the world. Exactly. And that's Hebrew Israel. Exactly. And Yeshiahu refers to it or prophesies what? That Israel is a light to who? Because they have the what? Yeah. Because the Torah is the light. Yes. And the people, the the, the nation that has the, the Torah is Israel. Yes. Hebrew Israel has the Torah. Yes. So the light, for why would the nations need light? Right. So then again, these are things that people have to ask themselves uh, in reference to what you were saying about particular groups out there that are propagating certain ideas about, you know, uh, whether it be whites or whatever. But, um, you know, the truth is the truth. And when we finally decided to be, when we decided we're going to come here, we decided we're going to be members. I know that's a church thing, right? But <laughs> we're, I would say we're a part, we're a member of the congregation. That's how we saw it. And you use the word, Brother Appleton, the con uh, community, which I like, really. We're part of the community. We Listen, when we came here, I knew enough. I didn't know everything. I still don't. But I knew enough to know that I'm joining to the truth. Therefore, the blessings also belong to me now. Yes. And my family. Yes. Yeah, I think I think it's quintessential to, to kind of understand as we're having this discussion, as we're talking about nations and whatnot, is that, you know, hmm, well, I brought this up before, um, this issue of race. Let's put this in this proper context, okay? When Israel came out, Israel came out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim looked kind of like Israel. Yes. When the mandate was given to Israel to go into the promised land, the land of Canaan, they exterminated a plethora of people, a plethora of nations that were described in there. Again, we're not talking about race. We're talking about People, people, a set of people. Yes. So I would challenge my Hebrew brethren out there that are standing out on the corner and pontificating and blowing all this hot air out in the middle of the cold dead of winter, trying to get people to acquiesce to their ideas is that understand something that the people that you're actually talking about or think you're, that you're ostracizing only represent one third. One third. You have to be encompassing of all nations, if you want to go that route, understand that you're talking about some of the people that are also melanated that look like you too. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about nations, if you're talking about, oh, they're not going to get the inheritance that is just promised to us. Now you're being exclusive and you're not teaching a truth that is in line with what text and what history and what science has proven. Those are your two witnesses. So I would implore those Again, stop trying, because we live in the United States, we live in a world where these things are kind of, these ideologies are being propagated, but it's not rooted and grounded. And again, the word I said earlier, you have to understand that this is about a community. Every time that we get together on a Shabbat, we are learning how to function as a group of people when we get to the land to be in sync with what the Most High is going to have us do. We've talked about this offline all the time, that there are going to be a bunch of people, including our Hebrew brethren on the corner, that are going to get a rude awakening. Rude awakening. Yes. When we get back over there, because yeah. a lot of the things that are happening here today 
culturally, civilly, from a judicial standpoint on how the empire of the of the uh, of the kingdom of the most high is going to be run is going to be adversely different than the way things are being run right now. So I know that there's fervor that's there. I know that there's pain that's there, but stay rooted and grounded in truth and you'll never go wrong. Ostracizing our brothers and sisters who want to join in with Hebrew Israel. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be the first one to sit up here and tell you, I have no, I, there's good reason to believe that we are a part of the nation of Israel. Maybe I just got to say it and be emphatic about it. I don't have the genetic proof to lay in front of you right now that says that I'm actually a part of the nation that has come out of the loins of Shem. I don't have that DNA. I don't have that scientific proof to prove that. I have scriptorial text that allows me to say because I've been dispersed to the four corners of the world, it's, it's very highly likely that I am a part of that, but I can't emphatically tell you that. But what I do know is that I'm erring on the side of caution because I can say that I've joined in league with the Most High. I am following them, trying to follow the mitzvot the best way I know how to. And because of that, I feel as though I'm going to be numbered with Hebrew Israel. If even in genetically, I may not be that. We all have to put a check on this at the end of the day to say, okay, you know, unless you can emphatically prove that to me, I know there's good scriptorial text that backs that up, but we kind of, we won't know until we really know until we get where. In Back the into land. the land. Yeah, yeah. Because this is where we are. We're in a dispensation time of grace, which is allows us to practice. We talking about practice? It's practice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, I, I would say, you know, I, tonight we're, we have the, the, Know, the podcast dealing with uh, reaching out to to Hebrews, mm-hmm. um, and you know I know we're sharing that tonight with probably most people listening are probably of that persuasion. Um, no, no, and, 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 yes and no. Yeah, and and I was going to say, but also it's it's important that those of the nations understand. Yeah, because we've got some. We uh, you know I've gone on. I've gone into our. Um, I've gone into our uh, dashboard on Podbean and um, I've looked at um, the number of followers that we have following us and I've seen some of the pictures of some of the followers that are following us and all the people that are following us are not uh, not black <laughs> folks. So I that means that the nations of the people out there are also listening to what we to what we have to say, which is one reason why I I want to I want to uh, I want to speak to the issue because uh, you know the goal the goal of the Most High is that he, what He has created is redeemed. That's the that's the Most High's goal. The Most High does not have a color barrier. The Most High has a holiness, righteousness barrier. And if you're holy, 
And if you're righteous within the contents of what he has provided as a standard for for his people, then your color does not matter. It only matters that you're righteous and that you are holy. Listen, 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 listen. <sighs> See, when he gives that big sigh like that, you got to put your seatbelt on. Watch this. <laughs> the Most High says in Yeshayahu 66 and verse number 18. It's Isaiah. Isaiah. Mm-hmm. For I know their thoughts, I know their deeds and their thoughts. The time is coming when I will gather together all nations and languages. I will, the most I says, I will gather all nations and languages. So if he's gathering all nations and languages, what do you think we ought to be doing in this exile? Gathering all All nations and languages, and they will come and see my glory. Mm -hmm. I will give them a sign. Then I'm going to skip down in the the verse. He says, they will proclaim my glory in these nations, and they will bring all their kinsmen out of all the nations as an offering to Yahweh on horses, chariots, wagons, mules, camels, to my holy mountain, where Jerusalem says Yahweh, just as the people of Israel themselves bring their offerings in clean vessels to the house of Yahweh. I will also take Kohanim and Levium from them, from whom? From the nations and languages. This is what the Most High is saying to Yeshayahu. So stop the foolishness. And as one of my, as one of my dear sisters, one of, I, I don't, I don't know her. I wished I did. Uh, she's one of our, she's one of our dear followers. She, she quoted, she quoted from us. From she said she did. Okay. Yeah, she, that, you know the line says, <laughs> "I'm just reading. We're just reading. We're That's just all. reading. That's all. We're just reading scriptural text, John. In proper." Context. context. You're not spiritualizing it. You're not going ahead and springboarding and talking about something else that we are putting it in its proper so, context. So in, in that context, in that time frame, right? Yeah. Which is the messianic, messianic era, era, right? So they're going to be people from the nations coming. Mm-hmm. As I said, you were reading, I said, and they're bringing their wealth with them too. And you kept mm-hmm. reading it, right? Yes. <laughs> and then they're going to, some of them are going to become Kohanim. Yes. So they're bringing all of the things that they have that are a benefit to who? Israel. To, to Israel and the Most High. So the contribution is, right? Yeah. Just like Israel would do, bring their wealth, right? They have wealth. They have they have a spirit about them. Uh, teachers, uh, those things exist outside yeah. of Israel. Yeah. And to say that, okay, well, that's in the Messianic era, to your, what you both said earlier, I guess almost simultaneously was, you know, um, what are we supposed to be doing now? Yes. And so, you know, that's, um, you know, for a while here, I never really thought 
what my job was. Mm -hmm. Well, I knew my job was we're going to be a good we're going to be a good member of the community. We're going to support the ministry. That was I kept it simple. And after a while, being a former pastor and everything, I don't know what's my job here, you know. And uh, brother Trey, he told me one time, you know, love that brother. He says, you know, brother Yokanon. He says, uh, I think maybe the Most High uh, brought you here so that you could be a testimony you and your family to uh, not only to the nations, but also to Hebrew Israel that, that this can happen and it does happen under the guise of the most highest purpose for all mankind to you to unite and be a part of Israel today and be a follower of Torah and to be, you know, to, to be involved in a community where if we abide by the mitzvahs of Torah, that the blessings of the most high will fall upon us as well. I mean, and that, yeah, that kind of, that kind of, you know, you know how it is, right, Rabbi? And brother, you, you hear things from other people, and you're like, "Oh, so the Most High just told me that through Brother Trey." Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know that? Okay, so that then I the, from that point on, I understood. Okay, this is this is this is my job. The Most High has a job for me. You asked me about a year ago, or you said I thought you'd be gone by now, and I knew. Where am I going to go at this point? I'm, I don't have it in my heart to go. The most high hasn't told me to go anywhere and start my own thing. I need to be here because that's where he wants me to be to help support this ministry. And to, again, uh, in, in that ministry as what we're doing now that the Gentile, the nations, I almost did a church thing, a Gentile <laughs> thing there. The right. nations have uh, the most, uh, you said earlier, think about this. There's not some, if I can be so blunt tonight, there's not some white-making human machine stuck in uh, Transylvania somewhere. Mm -hmm. All of us are made and created by the Most High. Yes. That, 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 you know, and at one time, when most people were at the equator, guess what the pigmentation was? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It always, when, when they migrated, right? Yes, to yes, yes. Places further away yes. from the equator mm -hmm. that what? Yeah. The pigmentation would change in accordance to the environment. Mm -hmm. So if you go back far enough, you mentioned history. If you go back far enough and, you know, so my point is that, you know, it, it, when you study, you mentioned some of them. Another one that came to mind was in Vaikra. You know, you love the foreigners, you love yourself. Yes. And you, you stop and think about that for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 I'm going to tell you, but just sitting back and listening to you two gentlemen talk about this whole thing. You, I'm, my, my mind is drawn back to something that you've made mention off camera and on camera and off camera, off podcast and on podcast, which is literally some of the things that we're talking about, you can't really find anywhere else. And I'm seeing tonight, really, not really tonight, but it's very cathartic to see that this is probably out of all the congregations that I have probably studied or have sought to go and, you know, you know, say, hey, we do the same thing, too, as you do. You know, we've had a group that's, you know, that we socialize with in Palm Springs. We have people that are in Africa. We have people that, you know, there's a group that's out in Atlanta and other places. But this is the only congregation that I can honestly say that if I was to look at the totality what a community is going to look like when you get into the land. It's here at FTF. Yeah, because we've had, we've had uh, people that are 
Eurocentric. We've had people that are Asian. Yeah. Um, we've had people that are Filipino. Mm-hmm. We've had we've had a conglomeration of people that have been a part of the FTF community. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm just going to tell you. I, I'm not so sure that there's still not a part of FTF. Uh, you know, they they somebody's tuning in each week on and watching oh, yeah. the stream from somewhere. Ab- absolutely, you know, they are. But you know, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. The nations cannot save. Hebrew Israel. But Hebrew Israel can deliver the nations. Because as Hebrew Israel goes, so we're reading right here in, in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. As Hebrew Israel goes, so go the nations. Mm-hmm. So it behooves us. Mm-hmm. It behooves us to behave ourselves in the mannerism in which that the Most High has spoken to us to behave ourselves in relationship to humankind. Absolutely. Yeah, without humankind. a shadow of doubt. Right, right. Because one of the things is that's, 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 that's going to prevent... Listen, 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 listen. One of the things that's going to preclude, I don't care... What nationality you are that's going to preclude you from being a participant in the messianic era, in the millennial age, is wickedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wickedness. Now, Danielle speaks about, I looked and I saw I think it's in Daniel 7 or 8 or 9 or somewhere in there. He says, I looked and I saw the Ancient of Days, and he was sitting on his throne, and I saw that the books were open. Mm. The book of the righteous, book of the wicked. The books were open. The Most High defines wickedness within two classifications of wickedness. A person who has been exposed to Torah and knows Torah but turns away from Torah is defined as an individual who is wicked. You knew it, you understood it, but you turn around, you're wicked. Yep. You deliberately define it. Yep. A second individual who is he defines as wicked is an individual who treats what he has created wrongly. So if you treat humanity that he has created in his image and in his likeness, and you treat that person badly, he defines you as wicked. Now, I got to clarify something. I got, I got, I got, I got to put something in, I got to put something in play here. All people who are European and let me put this succinctly. I'm going to talk in your language. I don't like doing it. I really don't. But I have to do it for the sake of those who 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 need to understand. 
all white people are not bad people, just like all black people are not bad people, but all but all that there are some bad white people and there are some atrociously bad black people. I mean, in scripture, <laughs> right? In scripture, the right. most high has accused Israel of the blood and the torturing and the murdering of their own people in the prophets. Read the prophets. You'll see that the most high says, Oh, Israel. Mm-hmm. Hebrew Israel, you have uh, killed your own people and you've caused your own people to suffer. You have taken from the widow. You've treated the orphans terribly. You've done some atrocious things. You Hebrew, you Hebrew people have done this. Right. So, so I, I have to put it, I have to put it in a, in a place for us to understand that we have to judge people on the basis and the content of their heart and their spirit, not the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you know, you know, for me, Black History Month is never going to end. You can call it February Black History Month, but I'm, I, I, I'm confronted with a history that has been purported on our people from white people, but all white people aren't bad. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at my brother here. My brother is not bad. I have, I have, I have a best friend. He's just got childhood, childhood, friend and uh he lives in the state of Michigan and um I did everything I could to find him because he was on my heart and on my mind and I found him found him yeah okay good. I found him good uh and he and I uh because I went see I went <laughs> I went to a grammar school where you could count the black folks on the black kids on one hand. Okay. On one hand. In Sacramento, California. Okay. On one hand. <laughs> so that tells you right there who, who, who my friends were. Mm -hmm. So I, I haven't been brought up. I haven't been brought up with this idea of the racial issues that confront our brethren and sisters in the South. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm, I have to say I'm not ignorant, but I'm oblivious to what our people have gone through. But when I think about it and I look at the context of scripture and I see what our people have gone through and you ask the question and they keep asking the question, why and how long I have to go back to scripture. All right. And I got to tell comes. you why and how long. And it ain't got, I got, I know, I know proper English, but I, I you know, I want to use ain't. Go ahead and use that. Uh, uh, well, that's a black. Yeah, that's a black thing. Hey. <laughs> it's also a southern thing. <laughs> it's a southern thing. Listen, it ain't got no. It ain't got no relationship to black and white. The relationship is within the confine of Demarine chapter twenty-eight, 
verses 15 to 69, the Most High said, and these curses shall, be, shall fall up on you because you have abdicated, abdicated me and you will not follow or pay attention to my missiles. For that reason, all of these curses that are mentioned here are going to befall you. And if you go over there into Vayikra, I think it's Vayikra Shemot, he talks about, and if you don't pay attention to me, then I'm going to come against you seven times. And if you don't pay attention to me, I'm coming against you seven times. And if you don't pay he ain't talking to the nations. No, it's not at all. They're talking to Hebrew Israel. You put Hebrew Israel put... So let's put it in proper context. Hebrew Israel in its position that it's in right now because Hebrew Israel decided that it now, wanted now, to now, got kicked out of the house. Now, 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 let me give you, now let me give you a real shock. Let me give you a real shock. All right. I, told you, you, I told you you had to put it on the seat, Bill. Come give, on now. Let me give you a real shock. <laughs> Shem is the oldest son of Noah. Ham is the middle son of Noah. Shaphat is the baby of Noah. Oh, Noah and his wife were black-skinned people. Oh, you Eurocentrics, you Eurocentrics that want to keep continue to put down the black man? Oh, the son that you come out of, JFAT, was a black man. Until he decided to migrate away from the equator and go north into the caustics from which we get the word Caucasian. And in the caustics, the melanation changes and you become what you are. But I'm going to tell you something. Your daddy was black. So, don't, so, so, so when I, when I look, when, when I look at my, when I look at my brothers, as I'm looking at Yochanan, and I realized that Yochanan is part of the original family. And I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at the color of his skin. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the color of his heart. And I'm looking at the sincerity that comes out of that heart in relationship to the same thing that I love. And that's the word of the Most High. I mean, I've, I, I've got, I, 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 I trust this fact. I really, I, I, I hate having to talk in this dialogue because I, I, I absolutely despise the idea of having to talk race within the context of the things of the most high because he doesn't do it. It's true. Uh, that's true. But Very my true. Eurocentric brothers have pushed me to that side because that's the only narrative that we know in this world now. We only we only know black and white. We don't we come on, people. And I know it's been bad. And I dare say to you, listening to this podcast, I dare say to you, there are some white people out there that have some very close black 
friends. And there's some black people out there that have some very good white friends that you trust. So we can't, we, 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 we can't, we can't join the narrative of the norm of the people who are, who wear the sheet and the hood. We, we, we can't join the norm of people who are, who, who are, who lack intellect to be able to decipher the, the seriousness of humanity in relation to humanity is and not based on the color of their skin. I can't help that. Uh, and I'm, and I'm going to say this. I am going to say this. I'm going to say this loud and clear. They are not the majority. They're just the ones making the loudest noise. You're not in the majority. Two-thirds, two-thirds of the whole wide world are people of melanated color. Two-thirds, two-thirds. Because Shem and Ham are the melanated people in the world. And Japhat decided to leave the area, go into the north, and, and become that Eurocentric whatever he is that's associated with a nation that's called Gog and Magog. So because you and I, Sean, talk about Hebrews and Israel in exile, there's a reason why we put the emphasis on that relationship. Without Hebrews in exile coming to a point of recognizing that you are Hebrew people and start turning back to the Most High and start crying out to the Most High and start walking in his mitzvot in his way and acknowledges him as Yah, our redemption is being held up by you. Yeah, that's that's putting the proper responsibility back and, in its proper place. And with our with our redemption being held up by you, you are also holding up the redemption of the whole world who wants to be redeemed and live in shalom within the context of the presence of the Most High and his Messiah, mm -hmm. his anointed king. That he mm -hmm. writes in Chronicles, that in, in, in Kings, and in First and Second Kings, whom he defines as his anointed king, he says, King David will be my Mashiach forever. The word anointed only means Mashiach, which means Messiah. So he's already told you who the Messiah is going to be in the Messianic era. It's going to be King David. <gasps> and if, and if anybody else was going to be the anointed king in the messianic era, the most high would have told us because he already told us in scripture, I have told you the end from, from the beginning. So I want you to know exactly what's going on. That's right. And I'm not, Woo. I'm not trying to, I, how, Listen. Come I, how come I get there every, what time is it? No, no, I, no. I See, here. that's that fervor that jumps out every single time. Why? Because I keep telling you that the reason why you keep doing that is because your fervor for Hebrew Israel is so strong because you realize that the reason, the answer is sitting right in front of you. The answer for 
us to be a group of people to be salvaged from our desolate exile is literally sitting in front of you. But you have decided to be comfortable amongst an ide- uh, uh, an ideology of idolatry. I'm going to coin that right now. An ideology of idolatry. That is exactly why we can't move forward. And that is the reason why you see a group of people struggling and complaining like brats and children, immature, because they can't see beyond the fact that the answer is written in the text in front of you because we've got individuals and leaders in front of them lying to them every single week. So, of course, your fervor is warranted. Because we can't move. We can't do anything. It's like trying to, you know, it's that it's that whole entire proverbial scene where you, you got the donkey and you're trying to pull the donkey along and the donkey's just stubborn and it just doesn't want to move. Do you realize, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to some words from Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman is one of my ancestors. You say, your ancestors, well, not by birth, Mm. but by fact that Mm. she's a product of slavery, Mm -hmm. which my ancestors and Hebrew Israel's ancestors are the product of. She said that I could have saved more slaves if they would have only known they were slaves. And they had known. They don't even know. We, Sean, Sean, John, we could bring about a complete turnaround in a generation if we could get a generation of people started right now to start turning back to the misfolks of the Most High and and begin to acquiesce to the Most High being the absolute, all-existent, only Elohim that they should ever worship and praise and that they should not be worshiping and praising anybody else that calls themselves God. Absolutely. If, 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 if if we could just get people, and and, and I and I think in our last podcast mm. we said, you know what? Um, if you keep doing the same thing, and you've been doing the same thing for over four hundred years, um, we've had black advocates advocates um, beating the drum for social so, for civil rights and social justice for black people ever since the emancipation ever since the emancipation proclamation and after that there was called it was called uh, that by a whole different name when they used to uh after after the emancipation proclamation they found a way to to incarcerate our ancestors and then take our ancestors who were incarcerated and force them and force them into, into labor uh amongst and and, and, and what have you which which only created a different kind of slavery under under a judicial system, uh, and 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 I and is that I, and Jim I, Crow you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, and and I get it, I get it, but 
if my people, and this is written in our Hebrew text, it's not written in the Greek text, and, and mind you, I don't want to use that word. But I'm going to. Are the Greeks white or black? Are the Greeks Hebrew or are they another nation? Okay. So, when we look at the text over there in Chronicles, he says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, I would hear from them in Shemaim and I would heal their land. Now, I'm not putting a spiritual caps on that, but land has a systemic understanding. There's land, and guess what you're made out of? Land. And guess what you need? Healing. So he's going to heal the land that is right now lying desolate in South Africa. Oh, that's not, no, 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 no. The land... Canaan is in South Africa. There's a whole nother podcast on that one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> a Trust to believe that a one. Subject for another, for a later for time. another day. But he said he'd heal that land, which is land desolate, and he'd heal your land. You and I are made of dirt and dust. We're land. He'd heal us. But first, what's got to happen? Yeah, you, you, we, come on. There's a prerequisite to all that. We have to turn back <laughs> to the absolute all existent Elohim, which happens to have a name whose name he spoke to Mashe, which happens to be his name throughout all generations. It's written in the Hebrew text, left out of the King James and other writings. This shall be my name throughout all generations. What? Yod, hey, vav, hey. Yahweh, mm -hmm. some people say Yahweh, some people say Yahuwah. Doesn't make any difference. He has a name, it's not God. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, th this subject matter is totally in line with what we're trying to do, what the goal is, which is get people to understand that this, there is a way that the Most High's community Functions. You, if you don't walk away from anything else from this podcast, understand that is that there is a functionality of how things are supposed to work. And as long as you continue to be closed minded and obstinate to truth in context, in scripture, as your tool for you to understand how that community works. You are going to be one of those two-thirds that are going to get kicked out. It is not anybody's at this table's desire to see anybody get kicked out of the land. That's why we're trying. Just, you know, like a good cook will go and prep his or her food prior to cooking it. Instead of just showing up 
and not even preheating the oven and doing what you need to do in order to be successful. Any athlete that both of you are athletes and both of you know about this, you just don't go out on the field. You don't go out on the court. You don't go wherever you're going to play and you don't do what? You don't warm up. Of course you're going to warm up. Of course we're in practice. And without this understanding of how these schemes, how these defensive and offensive schemes work, we're going to fail when we are going to get into the land. Our idea is that the next time that we get into the dispensation of time, that the Most High says, yep, this group of people, not if they've cried out and I've heard their plea, they are the leaders. They're going to teach the nations. We're going to have people from the nations teaching along with them. It is going to be one symbiotic group. They're ready to come back in the land. I don't want to be a part of that group or have my ancestors kicked out in the first five seconds because they still don't get it. Well, and that's the problem. Well, you know, you talk about them getting kicked out of the land. You got to get there first. <laughs> that's and that's and that's a and that's a subject for another podcast. Another day. Yokanai, what say you? Well, it's like uh, every community's got structure, doesn't it? Absolutely. So you can go anywhere in the world, right? There's structure. Uh, no different with the Most High, except that his structure is the best structure. Absolutely. You know? And so I, I would say this, that um, to Hebrew Israel, but I also say to the nations, the people who, who listen, we've all been, everyone's been sold a bill of goods. Okay. True. And, uh, you, in order to get back to where the most I want you to get back, if you're one who's interested in truth, you're going to have to get to a place where that's what really matters to you the most. And you have to make a decision at some point in time of what you want to do, because the structures in place, the cultural structure that's been handed down to us by the Greeks and the Romans mm. has completely destroyed, as we mentioned the rabbi before, Hebrew Israel, many, many people, and the nations as well, because they've been sold the same bill of goods as Hebrew Israel. And so, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to everybody tonight that mm. as Rabbi and Brother Appleton has tapped into that the Most High cares about everybody. It doesn't yes. matter. Yes, yes. It doesn't matter who you are no. and what ethnic you are or whatever. No, no. He's interested in your spirit yes. and your your heart and your mind, every essence of you. Absolutely. And he wants it to be in line with his essence. Mm -hmm. And the only way that can happen is if you turn towards the Torah and his mitzvahs and unite with his people. Because you said earlier, right? If Israel, ha you said earlier, Israel is can't be saved by the nations. Well, Israel is the light. If people are walking in darkness, the darkness ain't going to save the light. No. So the light is the only hope. <laughs> that the darkness has. And so as, as, as nations, as I come from and the people that I've been associated with for the years and churches and so forth, so many good people, as you said, they've just been sold the bill of goods. They've been given a template and it's been handed down through time and there's not been enough men. And I've known certain men who knew some things, but weren't willing to pay the price in terms of presenting it to the people and keeping it hidden yeah. from them. Yeah. Um, and that's when you have to make a decision on your own because we understand here at this table that, it's, it's, we, we, we teach and we, we proclaim and it's individuals, right. That will come and have come right to this understanding. Yeah. We have families once in a while, but by and large, it's individuals that come. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, uh, we all are 
uh, uh, we are all come from that background, right? Because we've all been indoctrinated that. So I would encourage you, um, if you're watching and, and listening that as we do on a Shabbat, that, uh, I always encourage you to, when I say study, understand what you're reading. Words do matter. The truth does matter and understand the context in what you're reading as rabbi alluded to earlier we, we we took reading comprehension in school and so don't turn yourself away from that understand the context and what it's being said and have a concordance by your side uh because it will do you well so uh these there's truth to be found it's not created truth is never created that's what the other side says right that's what the greeks and romans did they created so-called truth Mm -hmm. It was created, okay? We already had truth. It has to be discovered. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. the difference. So yeah. that's what I would say uh, this well, evening. Mm. Well, you know what? I, I think I, I think we've covered some bases tonight that I, I wanted I wanted to cover, and I want to thank uh, Yokanon Harless for Absolutely. coming in and Very being good. with us tonight. And, mm -hmm. Thank and, you for and, having me. And, and mm. sharing with us. He shares with us on, on multiple uh, Shabbats here in our congregation and I, I want I want the world to know, and those of you that listen to the podcast every week, I want you to know who we are. Somebody asked me, well, who are you? Well, <laughs> I, I this this is who we are. Yes, this we're a community. We we're a community. Yep. And uh, we believe that there is only one Elohim, one El, uh, one power, one absolute all-existent one. We do not believe that the Most High who was all sufficient and who has created all things had to put himself in, in somebody's flesh and come down here uh, through the womb of a woman, which would have contaminated him by his own words mm -hmm. uh, to, to be a, a, an example for us. He's written everything in his word that we need to have to walk by. And, uh, you know, you have to study scripture for yourself. And as, as, as uh, uh, Sean and I have said before, if you have questions, you, you shouldn't be ostracized by mm. your leader because you come and ask them a question and because right. they can't answer it, they start hollering or screaming at you and want to sit you down and tell you, well, that's, that's Judaism. Don't listen to that and don't follow that. No, 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 no. You mm. have a legitimate, the scripture says, <laughs> come, let us reason, reason. together mm. and in all thy getting, get an, an understanding. understanding. It didn't say holler at you and send you mm. away like you're some little kid that asked mommy, well, because I, because it's I, I said so. so. Listen, <laughs> right. listen, listen to us. Mm. Listen to what we're saying. Your soul, your life, your existence, your being is more important to you than listening to a man. The scripture says to put no confidence in flesh. We're flesh, but we're speaking to you out of scripture and we're not spiritualizing it. And guess what? Guess what? We're here to answer the so-called hard questions mm. because we know the answers that your leaders aren't willing to give you. And one reason they're not willing to give it to you is because the price of telling you the truth is too much for them to bear amongst the community that they serve. If they tell you the truth, they're afraid that they will lose 
butts in the seat and money in their pocket. But I'm going to tell you, your soul, your spirit, way your more value than that is worth more than silver and gold. The Most High wants to deliver you. He wants to bring you to Him own self, but you're going to have to turn back to Him and His way of life. Well, that's all I got to say. Wow. Wow. This has been... <laughs> I, I'm, I, uh, uh, Robert B. Homer Jr. This has been Rabbi Robert B. Homer Jr., <laughs> Sean Appleton, and... and- This has been Hebrews in Exile. Shalom.